0: Oh, come all ye faithful. It's time for the retrograde. I'm just trying something new this week.
1: <laughs> what do you think about that? Come all ye D pads.
0: Every week starts with a song so we can get sued every week.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah. attention, free
0: advertising. <laughs> yeah. So we can go on together. Listening to the retrograde this week. <laughs> with me always is Mikey boy.
1: Oh, Mikey
0: boy. <laughs> Let it retrograde, let it retrograde, let it retrograde. (laughs) Thank you, Bing.
1: (laughs) Our sponsor, Bing. (laughs) Bing? (laughs) (laughs) Do they still do that? (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) And welcome to the Retrograde, podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Major Bascom. And I am my Canadian gladiator, Aaron (laughs) Werr. Oh, okay, I see. All right, that's the opposite of an American gladiator. I thought you were going to... Oh, Canada is the opposite of America now, huh? Uh, well, you know what? I don't know if that's like
0: a very like, uh,
1: oh, that's such an edgy comment to yeah. say. I, uh, I thought you were going to like that one a lot more than you did. Hmm. We're not starting off on good terms <laughs> right now. Um, but you know what? I'm willing to move past it and okay. be, as I always am, the, the bigger again. man because oh. I'm big boy, Mike.
0: <laughs> oh, man. This is one of the things that you have kept with the longest. And let me say, I'm very disappointed in that fact. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this is one of the things you would have dropped really quickly.
1: One of those things. What you mean, me being a big boy Mikey. <laughs> uh, and you being yeah, I'm little thinky Andy. That's not. That's not what it sound like, Andrew. Oh, do you okay Now, <laughs> no, now the answer like. to the question we've all been asking: Do uh-huh. you even listen to this podcast? Is answered. No, you don't. Because if you did, you'd be like, "Holy shit." that is what I sound like. <laughs> yeah. I need to change something really, really quick. I'm
0: waiting for when I edit the podcast, I just put on my earphones, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> when you're editing the podcast, do you like have a like a, a filter you can run your audio through <laughs> that makes you sound like Foghorn Leghorn, just I l- like me? I
0: lower my octave by two notes on uh, every time I
1: start, the, yeah. But it makes your speech, like it draws it out by an extra, <laughs> you, hello. No. I, I, don't, I wouldn't like that at all. I no, that would be... No, why? Why I think that? I'd listen to this podcast even less if you did that. <laughs> You'd listen to it negative one times? Negative one times per week. <laughs> oh, wow. That's and that's incredible. all we get. That's, that's all like we get. breaking breaking my mind up. Um, Andrew, how, how are you liking uh, your uh, your uh, Retrograde <laughs> Andy Twitter account? I'm, oh. I'm, I'm having fun. It used to just be the Retrograde account, but now you're on there uh, uh, full frontal... Just yes, it's an only fans account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I love
0: it. I, every, every, I'm trying to post every day about stuff that I find interesting on the internet, which uh, there is lots, whether it's good or bad. And, uh, and I just love the, the engagement's been great. People have been wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I, the community is really fun, so I, I really regret that you've been hoarding it for so long. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I was
1: real pissed when you got in on it. I felt like I had this El Dorado gold type thing here, and
0: trying to take a slice, man. Trying to take a slice
1: of my El Dorado pie. It is El Dorado, right? El Dorado, where all the gold is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the cartoon. Uh, which one's the cartoon with the elder the oh, Road, Road yeah. to El Dorado.
0: God that And man, I remember what a forgotten
1: movie that is. And and here's the here's one of the twists. Okay, right because they go into this. You sure you want to reveal this to everybody? Listen, guys, if you haven't seen Road to El Dorado yet, I don't want to tell you. Pause <laughs> the <laughs> the podcast. I don't want to ruin it for you because it's worth the surprise. It's probably on Disney me. Plus. Actually, it probably is, yeah, and it for- is a really good movie. So they go, they're looking for the gold in El Dorado. And I know our fans have been asking for us to talk about the Road to El Dorado for, for quite a while now on this finally. podcast. Finally we're Shut getting to everybody. it. Shut yeah. up, everybody. It's like it's like McDonald's on Doughboys. Like mm-hmm. like we're mm-hmm. getting to it, guys. Finally. God, God, Two years in the making, we're finally talking about Road to El Dorado. <laughs> so they go into this, they're looking for the gold in El Dorado. Makes right? sense. Um, and I know our fans have been asking for us to talk.
0: About this. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you hit your head last week?
1: And you just now repeating yourself? Yeah. Why not? What's no. the
0: What's the character in uh, Goodfellas like Tommy two times, and he says everything twice? Or what's the character in Goodfellas? Tommy two times,
1: and he says everything twice, like you just did. Oh, <laughs> baby! You got me. You got me. Sorry, I'm good. Don't let them wait any longer. Okay, Hotel Dorado. It's. it's... <laughs> Welcome it's, to it's the Hotel <laughs> Dorado. Oh, mine
0: was darker. It was like a Hotel Rwanda prequel or something <laughs> like that. Oh, <laughs> yours is better.
1: Yeah, we'll at we'll, we'll uh, let... Edit point. <laughs> <laughs> who are you looking out to when you say uh, that? I don't know. The Producer ghost, Elliot, the who ghost is of not... Elliot. <laughs> The ghost Producer Elliot. The ghost Producer Elliot, who was killed by the uh, dense ghost of Philip Seymour Hoffman, actually.
0: <laughs> Those two as ghosts are having epic battles of hey, stupidity. If
1: we make t-shirts... It... Andrew, they're not stupid. They're dense. It's really hard to have one foot in the afterlife and one one foot in your still alive life. So they're dense in consistency, not in intelligence. No, 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 not consistency. Not consistency. They're, because they're translucent. Okay. But they're dense. You know what? It's
0: funny. I asked that joke because I, I was joking when I asked that question and now I'm more confused than when I started <laughs> with that. I mean, I'm like, wait, it's
1: not? Andrew, they're fucking ghosts. Yeah. You can see through them. They're not dense. They're so the they're opposite. Stupid. No, they're not stupid. But what, listen, <laughs> You have 100% computing power in your brain, sure, whatever that is. Some sure of us are running with two gigs of processing power. Some of us like big boy Mikey are running with a hardcore 16 gigs of Ryzen technology in their brain. Intel inside. Int- no, Ryzen's AMD. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about AMD's nuts, bitch. <laughs> God, Sometimes I feel like it's a long setup. Sometimes it is. That's we started this podcast. I'm like a chess player. I'm thinking 20 moves ahead. How do I get to the AMD's nuts joke? Um, but yeah, so 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 they have hundred percent processing power uh-huh. right now that they're dead and they're not fully in the afterlife. Like Philip Seymour Hoffman, he has half of that processing power for the afterlife and half of it for his current his current right. alive life. Because he's walking around here and he's like, oh, I remember taxes. But then the other part is like, I see the light. And he's just, oh. so he's really hard for him to focus. Okay. So he's dense. He's not stupid. It's not his fault. He's confused? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. But he's dense. Just like everybody else. Just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> the road to El Dorado. Oh, boy. <laughs> so they go into this, this civilization that uh-huh. hasn't been touched for a while, um, which depending on how you look at it, could be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, don't and, let us fuck it all up. Don't let us fuck it all up. And the the premise is that they basically convince them that they're gods, right? Oh. And in the process of playing, I think it's like an Aztec Aztecan civilization, and they're playing this sport. And in the process of playing the sport, one of them gets cut and bleeds. Mm-hmm. And then like the leader who they were trying to convince, like the bad boy, the bad guy, oh. the evil man, the okay. scar of this situation, <laughs> uh-huh. um, says, uh, do you know why the gods like sacrifices? And the person says, no, I don't. And he says, because they can't bleed and they like to see blood. And then, so they know that they're not gods. This movie's animated, right? Uh, Is it? I don't know. I thought they just looked really weird. (laughs) (laughs) This is
0: like of the Atlantis period in Disney where they they just couldn't put out movies that were successful. Maybe not successful, but I think they were still good. Mm, I, I don't know. I don't know. But like they weren't, they didn't join the the Disney canon of like popular.
1: Yeah. They made it to the vault
0: a little too quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They quietly went in the back, door of the, vault. Yeah, the back not, door of the vault. No procession. No huge like goodbye, Lion King. <laughs> Thank you for years of service. Atlantis,
1: get the fuck in here right now. <laughs> I liked Treasure Planet. Treasure, I don't know if that was Disney. Jesus Christ. Are you making these up? I don't even. Treasure... You've never seen
0: Treasure Planet? What's Treasure Planet? It's the. Like it's the sequel the, to Treasure
1: the, Island. It's. Well, I mean, it's, it's a spiritual successor, a dense spiritual successor. Um, no, it's, it's the movie, it's the Disney movie where the, uh, main character has the coolest haircut of any other Disney
0: movie. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Kind of an Anakin Skywalker style. Oh, that's cool. Is it not cool? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Fine. I,
0: uh, yeah. Anakin Skywalker, man. Ugh. What's what was that guy's name again? Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Yeah. Just like kind of stopped acting afterwards. Yeah. Like, well, I don't turns think out it was, he was his choice. Not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He,
1: he grew up very close to me. Yeah. He's from Toronto. In my bedroom. Oh, did he? Yeah. No, he's huh. from like Thornhill. Like oh, where really? I grew up. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. And the Max Milk that we used to go to, there's a story mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. walked Classic in there with his friends. Room. Classic convenience store. And uh, walked in there with his friends and there was a Doritos bag with him on it and his friends just started roasting him because I don't think his friends ever liked him even when he was Anakin.
0: <laughs> also roasting him
1: for his success yeah, uh, yeah, and all that money he made. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's gotta, you gotta feel good about <laughs> what yourself. What a
0: fucking loser. A f- you're on a bag of Doritos. Dust. Yeah. If just, you could like, be- just like our friend who got kidnapped. She's on a, a box of milk and you're <laughs> on a bag of Doritos. It's
1: like what? If you could be on any flavor of Doritos, what, what flavor of Doritos I would think it be? I think you're asking, what's my favorite flavor of Doritos? Not necessarily. Hmm. Do you want to be on a niche one? So they're like, mm, that guy's a cool boy.
0: Yeah. Or yeah, you're good. That's a good point because then I'd be synonymous with that flavor. Yeah. If I went on Cool Ranch, no one's going to be like Cool Ranch guy. Cause they're Cool Ranch is just famous on yeah. its own. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good question. Um, I'd probably choose one of, the, I don't, I don't know enough about uh, Doritos it turns out because I'd, I'd probably oh, you choose, didn't do your research. Okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't do my R and D on the, you weren't uh, thinking 25 R&D's moves ahead. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Damn it. <laughs> um, is, oh, can we not make it this kind of podcast where we just D's nuts as hey, much as possible? Andrew, like?
1: when this podcast started two years ago, yeah. we knew where it was headed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Beloved by Rick and Morty fans all over the world. I
1: just finished the last episode of uh, the new season. Is that of a Rick good? And Morty. Yeah, I I love Rick and Morty. I really do. Yeah, it's just the fans make it's it. It's just worst. the fans.
0: Everybody that I've ever talked to that's like, you know what? I love Rick and Morty. It's always a 45 year old guy that's the worst person. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, like, I, I'm sure, like, it's. A, I hate to say it, but I'm sure Joe Rogan has a lot of great things to say, but every time someone comes up to me and goes, oh, I like podcasts, I love Joe Rogan, yeah. I'm
1: like, ah, oh, fuck me,
0: like, this is not going to go Did well. you
1: listen to his, because I know he, Joe Rogan was recently under fire for his comments on uh, masks on yeah. the Bell Burr episode. <laughs> yes. um, did you hear his episode with John Daly, though? I know you like John Daly. I do
0: like John Daly a lot.
1: Uh, no, I did not. It's really good. Yeah, I, I, I should listen uh, sorry, to Sorry, not John Daly, Jesus Christ. From the Daily Show, John Stewart. Oh, John Stewart! Yeah, no, yeah, I love yeah, John yeah. Stewart. I was it's gonna be like,
0: oh, yeah, I like John Daly. But yeah. it's it's <laughs> funny. The,
1: the reason I bring it up, and I don't want to get into be into the role of the guy who defends Joe Rogan, but um, <laughs> but he uh, Mikey's wife. Just in case you're guessing, <laughs> <laughs> he says he says a lot of things that would align with a lot of your beliefs and my beliefs, being where we are. But like. The only time he ever comes up yeah. in a story is when he trips up and says something stupid like the mask. Thing, oh, totally. which, by the way, I'm not defending. <laughs> um I just I, I think that joe rogan is is better than people <laughs> give him credit for people people on people who want to hate him find reasons to you know hate I, him and there.
0: that's the thing is like i remember because mikey and i spoke about the uh, the mass thing and i i you know the problem is i'm sending him a four minute clip of right. a am sure eight hour podcast um <laughs> where with uh, with ads eight and a half hours <laughs> yeah, exactly where where all he's doing is just it's confirmation bias all he's doing is just acknowledging all the parts i don't like about yeah. him in a yeah, four yeah, minute yeah. clip yeah i understand that and that's like maybe a nice little like message for people in general like spend time with people you will find out that you actually see I die and more stuff
1: true but but all i needed to hear
0: was that and i'm like oh yeah 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 yeah, this fucking knuckle dragger it's I funny need to get him
1: out of here. as soon as i as soon as i heard him say that because i i i listened i love bill burr so of course I i'm gonna bill listen burr, yeah. to to the the full episode another
0: but, guy that like if you catch him in short bits you're like
1: wait what exactly <laughs> like, exactly yeah. um but when i heard him say that i was like oh this isn't gonna go over well and like immediately i'm like that's a stupid thing to say but yeah. sometimes he sometimes he goes on those little like tangents to to play into a certain character yep. uh but yeah if you excise that from everything else he said he sounds like a moral
0: I I just yeah no it, it, it is funny because I've been talking to people I was talking to somebody in Texas recently and they were kind of
1: uh oh brag about it yeah, Jesus Christ
0: <laughs> technology man uh, and they were talking about how Texas technology like, I finally talked to somebody that was saying like yeah you know what some people die but we can't stop down the in, in economy and you're like Oh man, like (laughs) we've really decided the economy over people. And I don't want to make this too political, but it's just more that it's hilarious that people say that, and then almost immediately each state that they're in has been like, "Uh, Yeah, we need to shut down. We're in a lot of trouble. Exactly, exactly, (laughs) exactly. So
1: just uh, just try to say uh, wear a mask, you know, wash your hands, be good, be good to each other. And if you're in Toronto, Find a different patio than the ones that everyone are going to. I live in the area of Toronto that is now kind of under fire for having bad patio practice. Yeah. And I I was just uh, away. I was out of town for a while and I came back. And uh, between when I left and came back, patios had opened yes. in Toronto. And it Phase is- Phase
0: two, which is also the same reason you and I are allowed to be in the same room. Right, exactly. So, exactly. you know, good and bad. But uh, yeah, Mikey lives in an area where the worst people go to. Yes. Uh, And I mean, not the worst, like scary. I mean, the worst, like they think they're the best worst. Yes. And uh, yeah, a lot of places got knocked for just, I I understand people are desperate to see each other and hang out and all this kind of stuff. But like, if we don't do good now, we won't get anything later. Yes. Just like
1: parse it out in a little bits. Chris Parsons out. Chris Parsons out, 100%. (laughs) Um, Andrew, you mentioned before we started recording, Uh um, how... uh, you fucking just adore me. Can you speak to that again? Uh, can you uh, can you read back the minutes? Do we have somebody
0: that can read the minutes? Do we have the forward? minutes?
1: Producer Elliot, hand those over to me. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to read the minutes? Paper sound, paper sound, paper sound, paper sound. I got them in my hands now. I can see okay. that. Uh, dear Big Boy Mikey Esquire. Wait, it was a letter? Like I wrote you a letter? No, you were just speaking out loud. Oh, that's how I speak? Yeah.
0: No, oh, That sounds like me. Again,
1: you don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> dear Big Boy Mikey Esquire. It has come to my attention that you and I have been recording for more than two years. A, a little late on that. It's, end, amazing. it's been it's been a, a while since we... Has it been two, two
0: years? years. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Good
1: for us. Um, good for you, D-Pads. Good for you. And, and, and keep in mind, for the listener right now, when you hear Andrew's voice, that isn't what he actually no. said to me. That's just him talking Do you talking want me to turn right off now. the filter here? Turn off the filter, okay, yeah. I'm going to turn off the filter. Okay.
0: Hey. Hey, guys.
1: Hey, Andy. What's going okay, on? I can't
0: keep doing this. I'm going to turn the filter back.
1: Okay, Andy. Oh, that was scary. I didn't
0: what, like that at all. Oh,
1: so you can now hear yourself. Well,
0: I... I uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like... You're still wait, just... how does this make sense? You don't even wear cans. Uh... No, but I just know. Oh, you just I just know, know. Mikey, After two years of doing this, I just know.
1: Yeah, you know. Come on, I'm a pro. Of course, and and that is that is. uh, And so you basically say that in the letter that (laughs) that that I'm reading. I'm a pro. Yeah, I'm a pro, and that you owe it all to me. And then you just kind of continue to sing uh, that song. Like what? I've had the time of my life. (laughs) I've had the time of my life. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good
0: song to sing. Yeah. Um. Speaking of singing, uh, you will see this on my social media. I am obsessed with this. Last Friday, which was five days ago, Hamilton, the Oh my God, Broadway, can we talk about this? Uh, with the Broadway production of Hamilton with the original uh, cast uh, came out on Disney Plus. They recorded it over three nights and they clipped some of the best ones together so it's a full production. It is just, it is one of the most important pieces of art of our generation. And you got to, the, the what makes theater so much fun is it is so special. Like you go one time and you see a unique performance and somebody goes the next night and they see something a little yes. different- but only so many people can see it, and in that way, could can be a little exclusive and maybe a little too highfalutin, which gets into trouble with theater. Now, because-
1: that's a word straight out of my vocabulary, <laughs> you
0: highfalutin son of a bitch. But unfortunately, not everyone has $150 to go downtown to go see a theater, right? right. And now this is finally made- $200 s- if you were in Toronto. Oh, it's ham- and then if you wanted to see the original Broadway thing, it was in the thousands yeah. to go see, so- and not that they don't deserve it. It was a really good production, but unfortunately it didn't have a huge outreach. Them doing this so that people can see it is just a wonderful thing. Um,
1: you don't have to like musicals. You don't like musicals, Mikey. I often do not like musicals. And you loved this. I loved this. And so- we- I, did, I did, I was, I was uh, lucky enough to be able to see it. My mom, uh, my mommy, sorry. Sorry, mommy. Your um, mommy. My mammy. <laughs> Uh, she has, uh, she, <laughs> oh boy, whoops! Um, it finally came out. <laughs> <laughs> she has uh, a subscription, like a, like a, like season tickets to Mervish theaters, which is the theater company in Toronto yeah, the big and, one. and they had uh, Hamilton come through. So she had tickets and I, I went with her to go see Hamilton and it was a week before things shut down. Yeah. Very lucky. Yeah.
0: I, I just, I think, and it, and that's great. And obviously I can't wait to see it whenever the touring company comes back. But to see the original people do the roles, like the thing that people don't know is that the original Broadway cast is the original recording. Right. And from there on out, everyone does an impression of that person yes. doing that role, yes, they learn from them, they hear them, that, and they're always doing that person. Unless, now, it,
1: unless it gets to like thirty years later and they start to take risks with it, like okay. the Phantom of the Opera, but with a limp or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a limp. But I think it, well, you're right. They revisit it, and they recreate right. it as something different. Right. Oh, it's it's like Jesus Christ Superstar, but they're actually in New York City. Yeah, Hamilton, like, oh, okay. but he's a rapper. Yeah. Well, oh wait, I mean not wait. Hamilton, Hamlet, but... but he's a rapper. <laughs> um, but to see the original Broadway cast to see these people do these roles that they, you know, brought to life is so exciting. So please go, go watch it. It's on Disney Plus now if you have the ability to, if not stream it. I don't care. I'm not, you
1: know, do your own, live your life. But, um, when, when this quarantine started, uh-huh. um, the one that we, as of recording this are still basically, oh, we're still in. in. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I started going on runs again because, like, I my gym was closed, so I had to find a way to stay the active. bowels aren't strong. My bowels, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. just going on runs, going on runs. The <laughs> office was a mess. <laughs> Your, Your pantyhose, <laughs> just going on runs. My my pantyhose, I had to hose hose it down. Oh yeah, so hot. It was so well. <laughs> <laughs> is that why it got real hot? It got steamy. That's yeah. one way to say. Hey, it. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, no, but when I would go on runs, I would listen to the Hamilton soundtrack nice. because it was such a good way to just kind of zone out. I I would like envision the play going on. And, and I'd run for an hour and not even think twice about it. Right. It's great. I uh, know. It's so phenomenal. So please go
0: see that. That's like a, a real big diversion in the stuff that we usually recommend for people. But uh, it's just so great that
1: you can't, no one can deny that. So I've, I've been thinking pretty pretty heavily, Andrew, about the fact that uh, now that you've finished Star Trek The Next Generation, okay. um, what is uh, your next generation of TV show? Well, let me tell you. I've been uh, plowing my way. Hang on. I haven't decided <laughs> if I'll let you tell me yet. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay. So listen, Mikey. Mm-hmm. If you let him tell you, then all of a sudden he gets to speak for more than 10, 15 seconds. (laughs) I don't know if I want that to happen right now. On the other hand, I don't know if I can go on talking to myself for that long because clearly the podcast listener doesn't like me as much. So, Uh um, okay, Andrew, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'll I'll allow it. This is going to be- Watch yourself, counselor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be even funnier with that setup. My show, my show that I've been plowing through, is the Great British Bake Off.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, you know nope, what? Nope, I nope. rescind it. <laughs> no,
0: nope, no. The Great the the British baking show was the original one, and then the British Bake Off was the the second version after it left the BBC and went to Channel Four.
1: Is that is any relation to British Bulldog?
0: Yeah, no, they're siblings. <laughs> British <laughs> yeah. Bake Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is. It's a really great. So, I've talked about Top Chef and how much I love Top Chef on the show. Uh, Oh, oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. There are are such shitty reality shows. And I think a lot of American reality shows are just so sensational and they want to get you to cry and they want you to throw things at each other. Sensational as in, like, oh, these are sensational. Oh, they're so phenomenal. So good. Every one of them is so good. Below deck, keeping up with the Kardashians, others. Below deck. Yeah, LoDecks. Uh, we're not. We don't have time for this. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's it's a crew on a yacht, and then it, it's like. Okay, so we're talking about this. Yeah, we're. <laughs> well, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so they like follow them and the people that come on the ship. I've never watched an episode. This is what I just know. And so, like, it's like crazy rich clients doing crazy things, and the cast that is like trying to serve them, and but also maybe hooking up on the side and other things uh. like that. up, whatever. But the British baking show. What makes it really remarkable is. It's just positive and delightful. They're all cheering for each other. They're all supportive. There's nobody like, what about your dead grandmother? And they're crying in the corner and stuff like that. Isn't isn't there something where like, if you finish early, you go and help the other people they, or something? They do it all the time. And And then like other ones, the best one is there, it is such the proper English. And I understand that like, the way that we see England is like the royal family. But right. actual England is like, more like, you know, uh, hillbillies with accents and Cocknay. stuff like that, drinking, drunk, you know, drunk in the alleyways and stuff like that. Our UK
1: listeners can, can attest to this. I'd love to
0: hear the support of this. Shout out to
1: Rob Green and, uh, and his, his poor bunch of Tottenham Spurs listeners. <laughs> oh, sorry, my friend that, uh, Liverpool now owns the record for, uh, winning the title in the least amount of games, but you know what? Good luck next year, I guess. Okay. And, uh, we, well, let's talk
0: about something real, the British <laughs> Bake Off. And, uh, no, what's remarkable though is that yeah, you know what? Actually,
1: actually, Liverpool finished the league so early. Oh they're God. actually going to disperse their team and go help out the other teams <laughs> to try to get their scores, score up. goals. And stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, but it's like when when they go like, oh, and like the star baker this week. Somebody announces that, and then the other one goes, and the baker leaving us this week. And they're always really emotional. It's always they're going like, unfortunately, Liam, you're leaving us this week. It's always a guy going, ah, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, totally understand. Like, and then they get hugged by everybody else, and everyone else is more emotional than them. They're like, yeah, and they cut to a camera going, yeah, I just didn't have a good Good week and it's always like it's so delightful and refreshing in this like uh, poisonous world we live in with you know certain world leaders I'm not gonna say which <laughs> one uh that like people are just like supportive of each other and so the second thing I want to say is in the reincarnation when I went to channel four do you remember the mighty boosh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. that was uh Hugh Laurie and uh wasn't no, it? that is... Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, that's not what that is. It's from the early 2000s. It was two guys and one of them was Noel Felding. Noel Felding is actually one of the co-hosts now of the Great British Bake Off. Oh, okay. okay. So he's like gothic. He dices are black. He wears, you know, makeup and stuff like that. And what makes me really laugh during this whole thing is he... I don't know if he like like is into the concept of like everyone else even though I think he secretly is but the way that he just takes a piss on everything like being weird makes me laugh every time so like he'll just start the episode it's always in a tent They're, they're they, it's like a big uh, event tent that's where they film Okay. and he just goes like hello everyone welcome to Pudding Week An expression I've said a thousand times but for the first time ever has made sense <laughs> just like kills me i'm like
1: i just watch it for them it just he's so So great. he's he's i just looked him up uh he's also in the it crowd he's the guy who, the vampire guy who they keep in like the server room. yes yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah the
0: mighty wish just had like many people on there like matt barry from like what we do in the shadows yes. and uh richard uh what's his name from IT, it oh yeah richard refus yeah oh wow right off jaws right. <laughs> <laughs> stepped off the boat ready to go um Oh yeah, that's a loaded statement. That's not what I meant at all. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I just, I just think with all everything going on, it's a delightful, like nice, like palate cleanser of going. Like, you know what? I'm gonna feel very good before I go to tonight. I actually see.
1: I think I would rather watch that than Top Chef. I just, I like the idea of of not needing. Uh, good guys and bad guys and and conflict. Yeah. I don't think it needs that. And especially after playing The Last of Us for oh. the amount of time that I have now. Before we get into okay, this, we guys, talk about this. Yeah. We have to sort of uh, set this up. Now, on the last episode, I had mentioned that when The Last of Us came out, I was going away to my cottage for ten days. Mm-hmm. Poor me, poor me. <laughs> oh now, my god, if you everyone support me. So sorry I do you. have a GoFundMe account for <laughs> for how miserable it can be. I have a be. Go fuck yourself account. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I could, I would. Um, I uh, arm's not long enough. It's not long <laughs> I enough. I know.
0: It's so frustrating.
1: As as are uh, other parts of my body, unfortunately, and not quite as flexible. Um, I So I haven't been able to dig into it as much as I have. Andrew, as of right now, you've finished the game. I have. I finished the And game. we've been trying desperately not to talk about it because mm-hmm. I'm still relatively early on. I'm about five or six hours in. Yep. And here's the thing. The way I play the game, okay. I believe it's going to take me at least 50% longer to finish it than the average person. Okay. I don't know. So when you're playing this game, now, now okay, so so what we're going to do with this conversation before we talk about the game itself, I'm committing to beating the game before the next time we record. So we will have a full spoiler cast yeah. where we go in depth about the game. And
0: we will make it a bonus episode so that people that haven't done yes. it yet,
1: it'll be isolated, all spoilers to that one episode, and you know what you're getting into before right. you press play. Right, right. Um, now, so I, I think with that said, we probably won't, let's not spoil anything in this conversation. The only thing we're going to talk about is kind of general impressions and mechanics, Mm. um, without ruining anything about the story, apart from saying that the story itself is so good. It's so well-written. Like, it's... It's 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 devastating. And you know what the crazy thing is? is (laughs) Yeah. The way that they record a lot of these, uh, uh, or or I guess perform a lot of these games now, is essentially they act out the scenes. In mocap. and and In mocap and facial capture and all that. And the acting in this game is better than most acting in most TV shows that I watch nowadays. Absolutely. It's absurd how good well, it is. I
0: actually walked away from the game thinking like, Neil Druckmann should really get a TV show. Like mm-hmm. somebody should go like, hey, HBO should go
1: like, here's $50 million. What do you want to do? Like the thing is like, think about how much more you have to consider when mm-hmm. you're making a video game. Like there are little things like um, coming out of a cutscene, which direction you're facing and what you see. Or like there've been moments where I'm walking as Ellie and the person I'm with says, hey, and I look over and then they're like, oh, look up there. This is what happens. Yes. And just the, the way that I act as a character in that situation of looking back at at the person I'm with and then looking towards what they're showing me, it's mm-hmm. like, that's something that you, you need to direct in a way where you're, influencing what the viewer or participant does. Yeah, absolutely. Which you have to factor in so many other things when you're directing a game, I, th- I think. Because yeah. he's not just directing the cutscenes. Um, it's like, what no. do you see when you come out into this field? What do you, which direction are you looking? What, like, it's, 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 there's a lot to, to consider. But I agree, man. Give, give this, this, give this guy his own, his own show or movie or just let him make more video games. Well, Last of Us
0: is getting a TV show. Which I'd be very curious about. I think it, it could totally work if we really wanted to. By the way, I just want to also say that the co-writer of the game, so Neil Druckmann is one of the writers. The other writer is, uh, excuse me, Holly Jones. Okay. Uh, Holly Gross. Excuse me, Holly Gross. So I just want to make sure that the, that is established because okay. everyone is saying Neil Druckmann's name and
1: I think she also plays a huge part of this, is, obviously, being is co-writer. Neil Druckmann and Holly, are they are they the writers? Because who's the director? There's... Well,
0: Neil, Neil Druckmann also created, he gets most of the credits, so... I believe he also is the director of it. Because
1: I want to look that up because uh, developed... Director of yeah, Neil Druckmann. Yeah, yep. Anthony Newman, Kurt Margino. Okay.
0: So, and since he's a co-writer, I think he would probably have a lot of role over the narrative storytelling that uh, that is played in the game. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to talk about without spoiling anything, but I will say i found huge improvements in the actual gameplay. Um, Did you? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know that, like, man... I hate I hate being this person on the podcast because mm-hmm. I love as as a as a good friend of mine, not actually friend, but uh, uh <laughs> someone I listen to a lot, Jeff Canada, okay. used to always say, I love loving things. I love to just get wrapped up in it. Okay, but and I hate being the person <laughs> who's just like, <laughs> yeah, guys, this is not a a quote unquote good game. The the minute to minute mechanics are not fun. Mm. Um the scavenging Uh, gets old real fast the situational setups with the uh, the clickers and the runners are just so arbitrary like it just it seems like you can you can either game it and make it way too easy but it's just slow and unenjoyable or um, you just kind of go in with both feet and and wreak havoc and then run out of your materials and Mm -hmm. then that means you have to scavenge more and the scavenging isn't fun like I don't, so, so when you're playing through these encounter scenarios, because yeah. essentially, you know, it's the same as The Last of Us 1, more or less, where they introduce new elements and like different enemy types, but they put them all in one area and it's like, clear out this area. You can do it stealth, right. or you can make a lot of noise yeah. and just kill everyone. you So those encounters are things that you look forward to in the game you find? Oh, yeah, because they' they've done a good job of I see, I disagree. I disagree. I think they've
0: done a good job of diversifying how you how you uh, tackle them, why humans are more dangerous than the zombies, uh, the different types of uh, people and zombies you encounter. There's only one opponent I actually didn't like in the game. I thought that was like a bad step. But for the most part, the actual controls and the actual mechanics are just much, much more improved. I did. I always looked forward to it because it was always different. And especially when you're coming from like a really great and devastating emotionally narrative scene and then it cuts into a scene of the danger is physical, not emotional. Right. And to have those things like counterbalance each other, I loved it. I, I, yeah, I, I, I flew this game. I flew through this game so fast. I loved
1: it. I loved every second the, of it. The enemy type that you don't like, is it the shambler?
0: No, I'm not going to ruin it until you okay.
1: finish the game. I yeah, because I, wanna... I just got introduced to the shamblers. Um, oh yeah, yeah and yeah. I I've never been a fan. It's basically a big tanky enemy that explodes when you kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think the fact that the clickers can still kill you in like like a one shot if they get close enough is something that I just I hate one shot deaths in, mm. in games. They just they don't do it for me. Um, I also I think I one of the most significant problems that I have with this game is that. As a designer, Mm -hmm. I feel like you kind of have a responsibility to uh, the gamer, knowing that a lot of gamers have obsessive-compulsive tendencies. So if you do things like have multiple rooms and areas and houses that you can go scavenge and and get materials, they're going to do that out of fear that they're going to miss something. Mm -hmm. Unless you give them potentially another opportunity to gain the same amount of materials through a different means or ensure that they don't miss any upgrades. Cause like you can actually find in the world magazines which allow you to upgrade different yes. uh, paths, like different, different perks that you can you can put some some experience into and uh, right. an upgrade. Now, because of that, I don't want to miss out on being able to get better stealth mechanics, for example. So every nook and cranny, I'm not willing to leave an area until I've opened every single fucking drawer, yep. Uh, I've walked past every shelf. I know I've picked up everything, and that process to me—that's work. It's that is work, and it's and it's obnoxious. Um, I think the better idea would be to have anything that you could find by scavenging, you can also gain by clearing out a room of enemies. Yeah, but how does that play to the realism of the game? Does it need to? Because. Whoa. All you, all you get. Well, no, because all you get from scavenging are like playing cards, cloth, alcohol, and scissors. Like, there's not, there's not a ton of of things. Or you just keep it a little bit more tight. Like, like right. there's, there's elements where the the world really opens up. Uh, like the first time, uh, I don't, I, we shouldn't yeah, say, but there are elements say. where where it opens up, and you can you can explore everything at your own pace. And I actually found that kind of cool because every different building you found was like another encounter or experience opportunity yeah and and that was kind of neat but it's when it's when you're on the path from one point to another and you know there's a sense of urgency okay and instead of playing into the tone of that moment in the story Mm -hmm. i'm opening up filing cabinets like i walk into a building and i hear my friends screaming for help yeah and my first instinct is okay but like what's in this drawer here like what like can i pick up some bandages you know it's
0: funny there are chase scenes where you don't you just go and there are like, and those
1: are really good and they are really good they, they come up a couple times but but those are very clear and distinct from the rest of the game which is like when there's urgency like sh- like so- someone in your party will be like we gotta get out of here we shouldn't be here long and then yeah. you're like I agree drawers bandages yeah. scissors you know what
0: I? I just I think of it as preparation. You can totally ignore all that if you want to. You'll be ill prepared for the next encounter, whatever right. that is. But that's on you. You can, but you could also maybe. Ah, I don't care. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finesse my way through this. You know. And so I just I I play the same way. I check everything. Yeah. It I didn't find that it slowed down my game tremendously because it's not like I'm like, you know what? I should head ac- head across the map the other side to go check that out before I leave. It's more usually like what's in this room? Bang 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 bang. Oh, uh, see
1: see I I think it's just one of the reasons why I've I've developed somewhat of a distaste for open world games is because I have to go check out that part of the map before I can go. Like I I I can't, I can't leave. It's just this weird obsessive thing in me. Um, whereas it, it feels like if, if I could play the game more organically, um, and maybe it's my fault, but it's really hard when I know that I might be missing something crucial that's tucked away in a building that's purposely set off the beaten path. Right. Um, that now I'm not playing the story of the game. I'm playing the mechanics of the game, which is I want to make sure I have enough bullets. The, the other solution they could do is like, let me carry more than eight shotgun bullets I, I so think, that I can do like a couple scavenging missions yeah, and then be, be but set. But I think
0: this goes back into like just being like, you know, two weeks ago on this podcast, you said, you're like, I wish the first game was more about scavenging because they kind of advertised themselves as a scavenger game. Now this is very much a scavenger game. Where they're playing on the realism of saying like, yeah, the zombie's not going to drop a shotgun with you know two bags of bullets, you know. Right. But you have to find that if you want to be fully prepared for the next encounter. I'm okay with that level of playing realism and narrative to play back into into one.
1: To, you know, to I, be to be clear though the, the, on the the first Last of Us, I thought was was basically the same. Like you could go mm-hmm. you could go scavenge, but the things that you could do with scavenging, what I was saying is like yeah. I thought there'd be like a health meter, like a food meter, and it would be less about stabbing a clicker in the neck and more about how do we make it through the night with a fire like mm. I thought that's kind of what I it see, would be I like see. but it's still more of the same it's like go find some bandages and, and things like that if we if you could stockpile them a little bit more mm. and maybe I wouldn't feel as obliged to constantly be be looking and out and moving I could be like okay this is the next hour I'm going to be like building materials like in Minecraft you can go out on a scavenging mission essentially yeah. come back and build everything it I just, see
0: I think it adds to the tension of the game I like it when I like I'm like looking out and I'm like I've already taken down a few silently and you look down you have two bullets and you're like oh my god and it adds to the tension where you're like you i have to make the shot count here or like i have to do this i that, like that
1: that i like that i mean that's survival horror yeah. and i and i do like that as well i just think there's a better way to balance it that doesn't include something that detracts from the urgency of the story as much as the scavenging does. Mm. Like, at least in my opinion, like I, the number of times something is happening that's like, if I were in this situation in real life, I couldn't afford to turn around and open up a bunch of drawers. It's like, like make those moments maybe fewer by not having scavenging materials in areas where you're not supposed to be scavenging. Like there's a there's a very key moment early on when you enter a house and your friends are screaming for help. And like if I enter a house and I hear my friends screaming, I'm run I'm sprinting towards them. But because the mechanics of this game Benefit scavenging. Yeah, the first thing I did was walked around all around upstairs while they were screaming, opening up drawers and trying to find different materials. But, but
0: wouldn't if, Okay, but
1: then th- think about the opposite. If the whole game was about scavenging, but in these urgent moments you weren't allowed to
0: scavenge, wouldn't we turn around and go, "Man, that's so video gamey." That they've, they they changed the whole game on you when
1: like a different level. Comes yeah, around? but but I, I I honestly think that being video gamey isn't necessarily a bad thing in some of these situations. I don't know, man. Because 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 they're like. There's a lot about this game that is very video gamey, like like a lot about this game is in in every every game. Every game sure. is sure. So, so w- but but they make concessions already. So why not make this a concession that 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 kind of benefits the pacing of the game? Yeah, but okay, wait, wait a
0: second. That's kind of an insane argument. Why shouldn't we make things all more video gamey? Because then you're gonna get all the same level of kind of nonsense things. No,
1: no, no, no. Not not all more video gamey, but just it's it's more about making sure the pacing of the game fits. That's that's what my concern is. And you can make concessions yeah. to make it a more gimmicky kind of feeling like they do this in elements like you said in some of the chase sequences. Yeah. That's a gamey thing because they don't have any things along the way when you when you have to run, you right. can't Stop and like pick up. Something see, you know, and it's drawer.
0: funny when those moments I was like, see, we're getting away from the game. Like the game should really? be the game. Yeah. See, I
1: kind of liked those because it, it kind of freed me up and made me think like, okay, I don't have to worry about picking up bandages right now. Yeah. Like it, and uh, it may just be an element of of me not being able to like. It's like why you can enjoy uh, open world games more than I sure, can. Sure, if sure. If the option is there, yeah, I'm I feel obligated to do it, not because I I enjoy doing it, but yeah. because I don't want to miss anything.
0: So that's why you're fishing in Red Dead Redemption 2 It's hundred yeah, percent. Exactly. No, yeah, I, yeah, I, get yeah. what, I get what you're saying. I think it's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. I was like, I was like on a freight train on this game. Like, I would not. I was not going to stop until I finished it because yeah. I was just enjoying it so much. And that included picking up as much bandages and scissors and you know paper yeah. and uh, water and stuff like that as possible because uh, I wanted to put myself in positions to succeed.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I do. I do find that I, I enjoy the game more when I can kind of just, like you said, do it a bit more organically. Sure. And use my resources like. Oftentimes I'll find myself in the beginning of an encounter and be like, I have three Molotov cocktails and three stun grenades, but I'm going to try to do this all stealth because I feel like the game wants me to do it that okay. way. But every time I kind of just like, you know what, fuck it. I'll, I'll craft another Molotov cocktail based on the way I'm playing and throw it and and create a big scene and yeah. still have the same effect. I just, I still cleared the area, but I used more resources those moments are, those are fun to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, and I know that not every encounter can go that way because then, then it would be way too gamey and it wouldn't be as varied, but it just, I I honestly, what I, what I kind of mean is it, it seems like they put so much effort into the story and the writing and the cinematics. And that is so fucking good. Yeah. But almost at the expense of the minute to minute gameplay when I'm controlling Ellie, Oh, that's interesting. I, you know, I don't necessarily feel like that, but I, I will, we probably have
0: to curb this conversation yeah. because we can't really get into why, you know what I mean? Like there are certain elements I want to bring up and go like, well, I didn't feel like in this moment. Right, but, right, right, right. But so if you want to hear that conversation, Wait until we uh, release the uh, bonus episode where we just go all into the game. Wait, wait about a week
1: or so. It'll yeah, be in sure, about a week. Whenever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, and we'll get we'll get all into The Last of Us 2. We'll get, uh, definitely we'll get balls deep into The Last of Us 2. <laughs> oh boy. We're going to get balls deep into <laughs> oh, The Last my. of Us 2. We're gonna get two balls deep into the last of us two. Uh, and with those balls, we're gonna we're gonna run them into our opponents. Oh side no. Of the Are we area. inside the ball? Like we're inside the like the ball. a hamster. We're rolling it yeah. and we're gonna get on top of a little pillar thing. A bunch of smoke's gonna come out, yeah. and Nitro's gonna be
0: pissed. <laughs> nitro, nitro. You know what I always remember was the uh, obviously we're talking about American gladiators. No. Uh, Oh, what are we talking about? Every day of life, Andrew. This is a metaphor. I always think about when Luann Van Houten, uh, Milhouse's mother, starts dating uh, Diesel or something like that from uh, American Gladiators and they go on a date and so they both jump into the hamster ball and roll away. <laughs> I, I, I think about that like, oh, got to go to work. Uh, get the hamster ball. You know, they, they let me take it home from work today. Um, yeah, and I also remember the, the uh, <laughs> bow and arrow with the foam at the yeah, end. The oh, man, yeah, the nerf thing. Oh yeah. man, that is the one that if we could, if we should talk about that. How about this? Why don't we start here? If you could do any American Gladiators,
1: I had I had this thought event. to bring this up, and I love you. You mean like which which uh, which event? Which, okay, uh, yeah. Now, are we the gladiators or are we participating? Well, I
0: don't know. That's up to you. I think it's, it could be either. So, like, which one would you want to participate in? Well, like, wait, are we the gladiators or not? Like, yeah, I, I'm. I've added a hundred pounds of muscle to myself.
1: <laughs> I'm in a singlet. And, you know,
0: and I've got a great name. What would, you, oh, what would your American I had this thought as well.
1: I thought, no, what we should do, we should have done this at the beginning of the podcast. Okay. But we need to make names for each other. Oh no, that's only gone badly in this, in our, in our history. For you, maybe. Yeah. I usually get a pretty sweet nickname out of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, cause I was thinking if we gave each other nicknames at the beginning and only referred to one another as that nickname. Okay. From here on out. So I'm going to, I'm going to start off by, by naming some famous ones to just to kind of get us in the mood. To okay, whet our appetite. To whet our appetite. Um, so you got blaze, you got Bronco, you got Gemini, you okay. got gold, you got Jade, you got lace, you got laser, <laughs> you got Malibu, nitro, sunny and Titan and zap and hawk and nitro.
0: I like that. Which uh, one? Which one's your favorite on that list?
1: In terms of the gladiators or yeah. the gladiators? Mine's sunny. S- I like sunny. <laughs> um, I think. I think in terms of names, definitely Zap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, how do you how do you not have Blaze or Nitro on your list? Yeah. Like that. Those are some fucking. Man, dodgeball did
0: a lot of great work for that.
1: <laughs> laser, taser, <laughs> blaze, <Blazer>. laser. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, okay, so I, I think if I the were- guy to, should
0: have been in a sport jacket. That just would have been so much oh, fun. Oh, blazer? To me. That yeah. actually would have been He's amazing. just like
1: huge and he's in this like just rips. cut off. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the character in the Magic School Bus who wore a tank top and every time he shook Miss Frizzle's hand, his shirt would rip off? <laughs> I, no. Because he d- would flex apparently when he shakes hands.
0: Mikey, I do not remember that. You, you have don't? like weird sexual energy with Magic School Bus. <laughs> oh, do you hear who's going to play Miss Frizzle in the live animation version? There's a live action? Yeah. Live action, excuse me, not live animation. <laughs> yeah. Makes no sense.
1: So uh, <laughs> the animators would die. It would just be too much work. <laughs> um, I okay. So I'm thinking,
0: who plays Miss Frizzle?
1: Is it? Oh, I know who it's going to be. It's going to be um, uh, from uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Emma Stone.
0: Oh, that's actually a really good guess. It's going to be Elizabeth Banks.
1: And I was like, yeah, okay, nah, I can, I see, I can it. see it. I can like see it. I saw the picture. I'm like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I could I could see it. Emma Stone, I think, would be pretty good on there, though. Yeah. Man, she should be more stuff. I like her in She's so good. I know, right? She's so good. Oh, man. Um, um,
0: okay, so what do you want to do here? Do you want to give each other nicknames? Yeah, let's give each other nicknames. Um,
1: okay. So I think... Okay, I got a good one for you. <laughs> oh, God. I, I can't tell you how much I'm dreading this. I think your name's going to be...
0: Stud. <laughs> Stud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, you know what? It's not the worst one you've ever given me. It's not like it's what is the worst one? Tough. It's it's between it's it's just like a score of the video against It's yeah, tough. Yeah. Um yours, so I wanna name you Hmm. oh
1: man. I
0: was I'm gonna think I'm gonna call you Python. Python! Yeah, because I'm
1: long and wrangly.
0: I was gonna it has to be a snake. Yeah. I was the whole time I'm like, <laughs> it's a snake. Because your body's very curved.
1: Yeah, and it is you're, very curved. you're long and skinny. And people I was who like, give me massages, as we said in the in the last shocked. episode. Shocked by how curved my back is. Could, couldn't believe it. And um, I let them figure it out themselves, baby. You're on your own. Where do you think my spine is? I've said that to so many people in my life. Where do you think my spine is? Where do you think my spine is? is? And they're like, I don't know, right in the dead center of your what, back? You like like every other... <laughs> like, no, like, they do. Oh. And I'm like, go six inches to your right. Yeah. And that's my back. <laughs>
0: how many lungs do you think I have? (laughs) Six. I'm collecting them. Python's a good one. Python. Is there
1: no gladiator named Python? I guess not. You didn't list one, so. Well, that was only basically from the first season that I listed.
0: Do you remember the remake of the American Gladiators in the 2000s with Hulk Hogan hosting? Hulk Hogan,
1: yeah. Um, I do remember it. I just remember it not doing very well. Uh, We, I was in
0: university at the time. We would get together and watch it as like, eight people in a room getting drunk and betting on what would happen. Oh, that's amazing. And it was so much fun because I had a favorite at the time. His name was Wolf. And he was a he was an old Hollywood stuntman. Like he was legitimately 40 something. And he wasn't the biggest guy, but he had insane like uh, Dog and... the Bounty Hunter hair. Oh, and, like, Jesus. He wore eyeliner. He was the best. He was just, he didn't give a fuck. Did
1: you, when you were watching, were you cheering for the gladiators or for the people?
0: I would always cheer for the gladiators until one of the Contestants prove themselves to you, like yeah. kind of did something. You are like, whoa! Let's wait for that guy. The problem is, is like that was also on the verge of like CrossFit becoming a big thing. Mm. So like five foot eight, one hundred forty five pound guys were just like smoking them up a climbing wall. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, it feels like this should be more physical. Like, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like give them a chance to be dominated. Like oh yeah, or uh, they're up on rings. And all they're doing is walking along rings, and you're, and so they have to with their legs like tackle each other. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, that like that doesn't seem fair. I want more like physical domination.
1: That's that was always the thing. And this is before like the, when American Gladiators was first on. The, you know, I, I don't know how much we can talk about the fucking video game because there's well, nothing there's nothing out there. So we're just talking about American Gladiators right now as a concept. As a concept, <laughs> um, the I, I remember so well how intimidating they were because like back in that time it was like you just assumed that the biggest person was the most dominant person physically yes. and in terms of like how fast they were going to be so you just like i think cuz we loved pre- professional wrestling and yeah. that was the yeah. Yeah. that was the look of what a physically dominant person could be so imagine being like, you know, before gyms were even popular, you're just a person who can run pretty well. And you have to like <laughs> joust someone who's six foot three, 500 pounds of sheer muscle. Like. Yeah.
0: I also think before the internet, like you live where you live and you kind of go, this is what. oh, I, I go to a gym. Like I see yeah. how p- big people are. And then you're getting people there like walking off of Venice beach and they're like looking like Hulk Hogan. And yeah. You're like, oh my God. Like, yeah. What? How? How is this possible? Yeah. You know, um, and then yeah, and then they give them huge Q-tips with
1: pads at the end, and yeah. they're like hit each other's heads, smack as you can each in other it. in the head. You got to be kidding me! Those I okay. So which which one do you think you would be best at as a uh, participant oh, and as a gladiator? At... Oh man, as
0: as a. Hmm. As a contestant, I think it would have to be the obstacle course, let's say. Yeah. Where you're going behind each of the shelters while they try and pummel you with a tennis ball cannon. Oh, okay.
1: So there's two obstacle courses. The one is like the last obstacle course where you have to do like the, like the bicycle thing with your hands oh, and yeah. run off the treadmill no, no, and all no. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it would that's be That's,
1: I think what I would be best at. I'm oh, good really? at that sort of thing. I like to think I would be good at the one you're talking about, which is assault. I think it was assault, called. Assault, yes. Nice. Um, And uh, that's where you have to get from point to point, shoot different weapons, try to hit targets uh, as they're pummeling you with tennis balls. And if they hit you, you're out. (laughs) Out of a cannon. Out of a fucking cannon. They
0: looked like, and I understand this was a little bit of uh, movie magic where they would shoot out, like steam would come out. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it looks like it's so powerful. Uh, it still wouldn't be fun to be hit by one. Like, it wouldn't be like, oh, that's great. I've I played tennis and taken a serve to the shin that hurt enough for me <laughs> to be like, I'm done with tennis. <laughs> Did you just miss the ball? What happened? It wasn't my serve. <laughs> oh. oh, 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 you mean someone? Yeah, no, no. I threw the ball up to serve. I hit it directly down at my shin.
0: Wait, okay, so wait, you're receiving the serve. What happened? Was it so fast you just blinked and missed it or?
1: Yeah, I was playing against Andre Agassi, actually. Oh, wow. it was. It was- uh, Yeah, you and Andre play once a week, right? Yeah. yeah I my, mean, on my, our my good tennis days. with Andre? Listen. <laughs> tennis and my- Listen, we haven't played a lot since uh, since quarantine, but uh, uh, but we we would like to. Okay. Um, wait, my dad's Andre Agassi, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we play like once a week. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've gotten into that habit. I have been playing tennis with my dad about once a week these I days. I play with my mom once a week. Cool. Who We're wins? the coolest
0: guys in the world. Who
1: wins? Um, it's, it's a split. My dad can still kick my ass in tennis. Oh, really? Yeah. It's what's his strength. His strength is just, he can put the ball wherever he wants. Um, and then, and then- You don't then, try and get him running? I do, but it's, <laughs> he always has me off balance. Oh. So, so it's like, I, I'm athletic enough to get to where the ball is. But in terms of my tennis skills, I'm not as, as strong as, as he is, who like grew up playing tennis every day. Sure. So he's got great mechanics. I can outlast him in terms of like my, my endurance. But if he's- Placing the ball wherever he wants it. I mm. can't even get the ball where I want it to go because I'm, I'm spending half my time catching up to it. <laughs> Fair so, enough. He's the gladiator in this situation. Yes, exactly. Yeah, what yeah. would yeah.
0: your dad's gladiator name be?
1: Oh, Curly. I, I was gonna say like Fro <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Fro. Yeah, yeah.
0: You got a Python.
1: <laughs> all right. Thanks very much, Stud. <laughs> I'm. I think that feels least. mocking now. All of a
0: sudden, <laughs> this feels very mocking. Your,
1: name, your name's gonna be dinky. <laughs> um. Okay. So so let's let's. I think, tell this story, which is basically how our podcast came to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, The reason why we're doing American Gladiator is because, uh, sorry, American Gladiators, is because we were at a bar, and we have told the story about the bar that we went to when we essentially thought about the concept of our podcast. It was Dundas Video, which is a bar in Toronto. It's kind of like an arcade bar. They have a bunch of different uh, uh, systems set up, consoles, GameCubes, N64. It's great. Go check it out if you're in Toronto. Absolutely go check it out once things are opened up. yeah. But we were playing on a Super Nintendo emulator and we were, it, it had like thousands of games that were just alphabetically sorted. yeah. And we scrolled down for 19 minutes and only got down to AM to, for American <laughs> Gladiator. And we're just like, fuck it, let's just try this. And we were playing it and we're like, like there were probably so many of these games that we would have loved right. back in the day, uh, but that, you know, come... 20 years later, yeah. they just do not hold up. And we were laughing at the absurdity of the game. Um, and then we just thought, let's, well, well it. yeah,
0: because like, we kind of talked about it a couple weeks ago where I said, like, you're so aware of TV shows and movies and even old ones where would, like people have said, like, you know, like Perry Mason just had a remake and they're like, you know, Perry Mason from the sixties. I'm like, yeah, actually I do know what that show is. And so like, there's very few movies or TV shows that have entered through, you know, the zeitgeist that I'm not aware of at least. Right. But yet in early video games, there are so many that were made that are so abysmal yeah. that we've just never found out, you know, we've never even seen them or heard of them or anything right. like that. And we're thinking, wow, it'd be a lot of fun to talk about these real, these these video games, the ones that people never heard of, these old video games. And yeah. so that's kind of where the concept came from. And yeah, I just remember playing this game and it was not great.
1: Isn't it? I don't remember it being that bad. We played the Nintendo version. Okay. Now there are three versions of this game. Of course. There's so we're in a real home alone situation. Is it, situation the, Hulk, right is it now. the
0: Hulk Hogan situation? Is Hulk Hogan remake one of them?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It came out in 2007. Oh my god. It's like yeah. beautiful. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just exactly. like great graphics. That would be I would play that. Oh my god, of course. No, I'd but play it, that. it plays basically in the same uh realm as like those Olympic games where there's mm. there's different competitions that you do, and a lot of it has to do with button mashing and like kind of like dexterous finger movements and all that stuff but there's three versions of this game similar to if you listen to our home alone episode which if you, ha- if you haven't you should it was a really fun episode but we were great. we were at a loss as to what to play yeah. because there's a nintendo version there's a super nintendo version and there's an sn or sorry and then there's a sega genesis version right. um and that's the same with american gladiators and In i there. think the mistake we made with home alone was playing the super nintendo version when the genesis is just a more powerful system mm-hmm. so why not do that so we're going to be playing this game on the genesis okay um Ooh. And I'm excited. I, I am pretty pumped. Now it, the it's it's essentially it's a pretty one track game, just like American Gladiators is. You can't like you're not gonna have a story mode or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. You're Blaze. It's 20 years in the future, yeah. and you have a really bad back. Take the painkillers or no? You're like I was
0: gonna say like Nitro walks into the locker room. He's like, I'm sorry guys, just don't have it today. I got in a fight with my wife last night, and they're like, I'm sorry, Nitro. And he goes, I understand. Thank you for your thank you for your friendship,
1: Blaze. <laughs> Shake hand, A for yes, B for no. Blaze will remember this. <laughs> I really hope that there's like, you know what? Like there are enough indie developers out there. Like there's people making the goddamn Seinfeld video game. Yes. Like someone make an American Gladiators game where it really focuses on the emotional <laughs> intelligence and integrity of the Gladiators themselves. Like, like everyone's <laughs> always cheering against us. We spend all this time getting yeah. into shape, really <laughs> focusing, putting on a show and they hate us out there.
0: I, I would love that. And you never actually play American Gladiators. It's just the <laughs> life. It's just the life of the Gladiator. You have to go to Gold's Gym for four hours you're just doing curls looking in the window you're like nice <laughs> and then you show up and you're like game over like i get like you put him in a great place to succeed like he puts on the oh, helmet yeah. he gets in the ball and it's like game over
1: <laughs> <laughs> just rides off rides off in his hamster ball into, into the, the sunset <laughs> with steam just steam popping up everywhere <laughs> i love this idea oh man oh my god um, will you be able to afford your child's university package <laughs> Uh, Not if you've I don't. received a leg injury. The producer <laughs> has forgotten about you. No. No. Um oh so it, it takes place. There's basically a tournament. There's sixteen players in the tournament. You can play as two player characters, uh, but the remainder of the sixteen uh people who take part in the tournament are gonna be taken up by computer characters and the sure. whole goal is to try to get number one, as you do. Unless, unless you're just in it to have fun, then it doesn't really matter where no, you play. No, absolutely. I yeah. just want to participate. I just want to, give me that participation ribbon, 100%. Man. 100%.
0: Do you, did you ever have participation ribbons growing up? Andrew, I have a wall full
1: of them. <laughs> so I was going to say, did you keep them? That's the big one. Uh, yeah, I kept them because I needed something to mop up my tears afterwards. <laughs> so I just kind of like <laughs> dabbed them in my eyes. They were all tear stained and snot stained. Got that pinned to, pin to your shirt, participant. Yeah. I actually, you know what, my my school growing up, uh, the, the first one, uh, it was grade one to six, and they used to have this program where during recess, if you ran a lap around a certain area, you get like a, a toothpick, or not a toothpick, like a, a popsicle stick. Oh. And you can trade in your popsicle sticks for like kilometer badges. Oh. To say like over the course of the year, you've run a hundred kilometers or something like that. And I would spend every single recess running in a circle so that I could collect <laughs> these popsicle sticks and I have those badges still. Nice. And it was like, literally, it was like a hundred kilometers that I had run over the course of the year. It was fucking it's a absurd. real force
0: Gump situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: just a good way to keep kids out of trouble, I think. I I, I don't believe, yeah.
0: Especially with like unhealthy food and everything yeah. like that. Which it's should...
1: like, it's very much the human version of a hamster wheel. Like I just was getting, just gonna say. Keep, yeah. us, keep us running. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so, uh, the tournament takes place is always the same games that you play. So it's, uh, assault, human cannonball, atlasphere, joust, powerball, and the wall. Obviously okay. assault, uh, that is when you are, uh, an office manager and you consistently make inappropriate remarks to the interns. <laughs> human cannonball, you're shoved into a large iron cylinder and blasted at a pirate ship. Um, Atlasphere, you get down on one knee and hold the world on your back. Oh, wow. Uh, joust, you're taken to the local mall in the arcade next to the pizza stand yeah. and you play the arcade game like joust. joust. Yeah, of course, uh, when you're pa- on an ostrich. Powerball, you just guess a bunch of numbers <laughs> and hope they're pulled so that you could rub it in your grade four teacher's face. And then the wall, uh, this one's the weirdest. You have to climb a giant wall uh, and it, with a five-second head start and then the gladiator comes and tries to pull you down. Oh, I. Th-
0: oh, that's weird. Okay, I thought it was a Trump thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have to build. You got it to build that wall. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. You're in a singlet that's silver, and you're just a mason. Just <laughs> <laughs> one brick at a time. No, Andrew, I'm racist. You're,
1: you're a mason. <laughs>
0: thanks,
1: thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, out of these games, uh, do you remember which one you like was your favorite to watch? Well, I
0: just said I like to salt a lot, um, but you can't get over joust. Like yeah, joust, joust is, is great. Just, it's so simple. You 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 don't need to know English. You don't. You could just watch
1: it around the world. and go, yeah. I know what's going on here. It's funny too that you're, they call it joust in the first place. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not two knights with their helmet on. You're not rushing towards no, each other. Not even close. You're just no. smacking
0: each other on the head. Well, with two fight on sticks. pillars
1: didn't like go so well. I don't
0: know. <laughs> like yeah. Like you're you're you're. If I remember, you're raised above like water or foam or something like that. Uh, it was
1: it was like yeah. It was that foam pit. It was basically the, what what I always hated about watching American Gladiators is they had go access on. to. <laughs> They had access to the blue foam pads yeah. at the bottom of a gym floor that we should have had in high school, yeah. as opposed to those thin, like Kleenex style <laughs> blue pads that we had that was basically harder than the hardwood floors of our gym.
0: Yeah. Oh, your floor was... Hardwood? Or was definitely cement. No,
1: it was it was tile. It was oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah.
0: I yeah. uh, no, I agree. Yeah. Well, they're sitting on all the the world's reserve of blue foam. Uh, <laughs> that's where all the money came from. That's where they could train so well.
1: And when the gladiators aren't taking part in this, they're actually guarding all of their like Fort Knox of blue foam. Yeah. <laughs> they have the joust sticks. Yeah. yeah
0: exactly. They're standing. There. This is this is all like in a lot of ways like a lot of the Olympics came out of the celebration of like militaristic. Yeah, like, yeah. look how good we are at wrestling, or yes, you know, throwing a spear, throwing a spear, and stuff like that. Now it's the same way of like. I'm just I'm bringing on people to joust with me so I can practice when I need to defend the blue yeah, foam. yeah, yeah. exactly. But the I, robbers are coming after. I
1: love that too when you talk about like the the Olympics and how it was it was very militaristic uh, but nowadays we think of like the 100 meter dash as like oh this is a this is a great. Yeah. Everyone loves a hundred meter dash. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. But in, in the Olympics back then, that was probably like the worst one. It's yeah. like, Oh, you can run away really fast from everyone. Yeah, like, exactly. okay. Yeah. Have you seen the biathlon? You shoot a fucking gun. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. At the end of the hundred meter dash, just put up like one spear and they're fucked. Like that's how you win that military battle.
0: Yeah. We need more of that. Like swimming. Okay. Yeah. Can you swimming and stab a guy? Like, <laughs> you have like? to
1: swim the whole race with the, the knife <laughs> in your <laughs> mouth. Right. <laughs> in full armor um okay so uh basically uh, for those of you who listen to this podcast uh first of all thank you very hey, much Thanks, D-pads. second of all why the fuck haven't you given us a review yeah so, review th- us babies <laughs> review us babies uh thirdly uh, you know that typically what we do is we play games that we we had both played in the past review them as we remember them take a break play them and then review them as they stand in the modern day and that difference is kind of what makes this podcast interesting if mm-hmm. there is a difference mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. this case, I didn't have any experience playing this game back in the day. I didn't play it when it first came out. Did you Did you play this game back in the day? No, break? I did not. Okay. So this is another version of the podcast where we essentially are going to, rather than review it right off the bat, mm-hmm. we're going to take a break, play it. You'll be privy to that gameplay. We'll edit it up nicely for you in a little bunch and ball, and you can hear us playing an Atlasphere and, and pushing each other in the joust pits. It's yeah. going to be fantastic. Building that wall. Building that wall. <laughs> making rude comments to the interns. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then we're going to uh, come back, review it as we would have liked it in the past, and then rate it in the modern day. So yeah. there's not much more to say about it now, apart from the fact that when we did play this game in the bar, right. it was the NES version, but I did actually kind of enjoy it. Let's see if the upgraded uh, oh. uh, Genesis version is any better. I kind of think it might be okay. I, ah. Like for a little bite size, I've always liked those like Olympic games style games yep. where it's, yeah. where all the, you know, you just, just have to button mash and, and get through it however you can. I'm kind of excited for it.
0: Python, we battle again. Let's go do this. All right, stud.
1: <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God. So we can do a tournament or head to head. Want to do the tournament back and forth and then a head to head? Yeah. yeah, let's do it. This is where I think the game is going to suffer a little bit is that I can't imagine it being very long. No, <laughs> no. There are two things to do and they neither of them seem excessively
0: oh. i'm not gonna lie the idea of powerball and just waiting for numbers to come up on the tv at four o'clock in the day oh. makes me laugh so <laughs> hard uh
1: let's be female. all right name is gonna be dinky ah crap no it's not gonna be stud no actually yeah i think it's gotta be so i'll i'll be python yeah
0: python's not spelled p-i it's p-y dummy
1: Wow, so you're basically just running up. The tennis balls are coming, but they're not coming very fast. It actually seems pretty easy. You don't even have to, like, serpentine. Oh, you're oh, hit. Oh, just so that. say that. That's okay. So, there, so
0: you're looking heads down. It's like the beginning of... Um, it's like, it's like the Oh origi- now, now you're on now you're on Joust. It's like original GTA.
1: So you can't see ahead of you,
0: and so I couldn't tell that there was that elevation
1: there oh, with the, the thing. Yes. I just thought it was a box. Like the barrier, there's a there's elevation that'll prevent yes. you from getting hit. Yes. Speaking of barrier, I'm facing Barry in this one. Now, it doesn't tell us how to play Joust. No, it hasn't given us a heads up of Speaking of Heads up, Andrew's got a kid in his. I d I haven't been able to swing yet. Now you're in the wall. I'm Against the- Gemini.
0: Gemini! I always knew it'd come down to this, Gemini. Gemini and
1: thunder? I fought beside your side for so long.
0: (laughs) Oh, look at why, and then they look like this now. Wait, why am I not be able to go side?
1: I think you have to go A and B, like you have to... Oh, Oh, there you go. I think you have to, oh yeah. You have to get your direction right and keep tapping buttons. Oh, you got pulled down, oh. but you got higher
0: than I got higher than the Barry. yeah. Barry, the piece Gemini of got shit. me pretty fast though. Also,
1: Gemini Man, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Atmosphere. Okay. Oh, this is a good. So this, this is where you're rolling around in the balls. Wait, do I? Am I supposed to go in them? I think so.
0: There you go. You got there one. I got one. You can see the steam go out. Oh, I see the scores at the top too.
1: Okay. I like the uh, I like the little setup, like the heads-up display. Oh, did I not get that? Yeah, you can see where your oh, okay. opponent's going and where you're going, uh, and you're just kind of go- so you're trying to roll into these like I don't know prism type areas or something. Yeah, like, they're like raised
0: cones. Yeah,
1: and and the actual mechanics they make it harder to roll into them, like it would be if you were rolling up Yeah, and
0: downhill. it it it, they, it feels
1: good, like it feels very realistic.
0: Maybe she just ran straight. Yeah, right? Oh. Oh, you're so close. There you go. I got in the exit- I lost! What the fuck? What yeah, I lost. Sure what I got to the exit. Okay, so Python's down 2-0 and we're not really sure what happened. Okay. Against ICE. It's gonna be really funny when they're like, you know this game
1: was $70? I'm <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> yeah. what? How?
0: Whoa! Whoa!
1: I did like a super special move with my joust. I jumped over. Like, I'm, I am feel like I'm doing okay. You're doing very well. You have 17 seconds left. Maybe you can go to a draw.
0: Where you have to draw a, like a to depiction. draw with
1: a good joust.
0: How do you feel you did today and draw a picture <laughs> of it? <laughs> of all the times I've ever seen them play Seven, this game. Six, five, oh! Four. Oh, just hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh right with one second. With one second go. He lost oh. one second. There you go. There you go. Python's killing it right now. Go, go! Oh, I can't get up. I go. Oh, it's man. right. stuck, I know. Man, this is not easy. No, not easy. So it's twelve nothing. Twelve nothing. Why did they get? Oh, cause your
1: guy fell off. Shut yeah, up. I got that.
0: Eight seven. He. Uh, other Tracy takes the lead. Fuck! This game's hard. What? Uh, oh, I 9-7. Th- 9-7. Oh, God damn, that was hard. So Tracy is still dominating Python. Very much, 21-7. There you go, Mikey's in the lead right now. He gets hit oh, by the first hit. pillar. Shit. He's gonna make his way to the ladder. It, I feel like the best thing you can do is get hit by the pillar. Yeah, that seems faster.
1: Whoa! Jesus, he just fucking... My opponent just climbed so fucking fast.
0: He's doing great zipline, and he comes in. Oh, oh he hit the javelin. Oh, there's a little bit of a hurdle situation here. Clint Hurdle. Nope. Okay, Mikey is running into every one of them. And, oh, he oh, made he j- got a j- jump, jump one. one. Whoa,
1: what the fuck? Oh, there's a guy at the very end trying to prevent me from... Okay. Wow, Mikey finished it, though. 40 to 12. 40 to 12. Listen, I can't control how many points Tracy gets.
0: (laughs) No, you can't. You can can only
1: worry about your own. I can only worry about myself. Absolutely. And you got 12 of them. Uh, (laughs) That's (laughs) probably higher than the combined score this game's going to (laughs) get.
0: And welcome back to the Retrograde. Hey, what's up? It's Blaze and Taze, and we're going to kick your A's. Okay, you know you do this like when we come back a lot like you do that voice of like hey little <laughs> girls we're here to play video games little girls yeah you're a pervert <laughs> <laughs> local pervert mike Aaronworth is joining us oh, i'm sorry python 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 Aaronworth. <laughs> local pervert python
1: Aaronworth. <laughs> oh you couldn't tell by the name python that i was gonna be a I little bit of a pervert that's not a person that's doing well no <laughs> yeah. Who insists on being called Python? Yeah. Do you think that person drives around in their black jeep with their windows down, blaring ACDC? A hundred percent, Alan. I don't think you should do this. It's not Alan. It's Python. <laughs> you know why I use that as an example? What's that? Is because there is someone in my neighborhood <laughs> who drives around in a black jeep with his windows down, a fedora on, a goatee that's as black and stands out as much as uh, what's his name in um in that mo- that show Blood Money about the Canadian, the Montreal mob.
0: Oh God, yeah, the guy from Sons of Anarchy. From Sons of Anarchy, you
1: plays Teg in Sons of Anarchy. Okay. He's got the really black goatee. Yeah, it's dyed black. Yes, it's basically that guy driving around just blasting rock and roll.
0: I know. You know, it's funny, the fedora became such a symbol for um, not good people (laughs) that
1: uh, like like
0: any human being, you know, 10 years ago, I was like, man, am I going to buy a fedora? I had one at one point. I remember, well- you're not gonna like the end of the story because uh, I remember putting it on. Like, am I gonna get one and going to like Luchetto or some awful? That's store, where right? I got mine. There you go. And I remember like putting it on, looking in the mirror, and going like, "Oh wow, I look like a fucking moron." And I put yep. it down. But you gotta imagine the person that's like, "I'm gonna wear this all the time.
1: Yeah, I, I look I, great." Hey Andrew, I can imagine that person really well. <laughs> I think the- is it the Python. <laughs>
0: The best thing- Did you buy one for your penis as well? Did you I wear did, it was ones? matching, it was matching. Okay.
1: Um, the best thing about that uh, fedora uh, and, and- Go uh, on. And my experience <laughs> with it was that I got blackout drunk once when I was at a bar with my dad uh, and I threw as up in does. it and never wore it again. You threw up into the hat? Mm-hmm. what did you do afterwards, throw it out? Uh, so I I threw up in my sleep in the fedora- <laughs> Wait, so you're sleeping with the fedora on because you want to look cool when you're sleeping. Listen, if I'm going to sail off into dreamland, I want (laughs) to enter that world. Like when the Sandman comes, he's got to be like, this guy needs some extra fucking sand. (laughs)
0: I'm not having enough sex dreams, so I'm going to wear a fedora so that people can't resist
1: me. That sounds like something Morty would do from Rick and Morty. 100%. Like, yeah.
0: Wow, that is coming up way too
1: much. <laughs> well, I, I was, it's on its on my head because I was just watching the last it's episode. It's on the tip of your fedora. So on the tip of my fedora, which yep. is on the tip of my duck. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, American Gladiators, natural segue. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we played American Gladiators, of course. How could I forget? Um, i I could forget pretty easily, I think. That was an interesting <sighs> thing. I... Thought I was gonna like it a little bit more. Um, for a game that's kind of all about controls. Yeah, the controls fucking were dog shit. Yeah, was. They awful. were so bad. Awful.
0: Um, like it, it's it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to state. You know how dog shit they were because yeah. you know with the fi- was it five disciplines, the five events, the five disciplines, the
1: five. Wow. <laughs> Wait a second, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, not wrong. But when you say disciplines, you're thinking like, like I'm thinking like Aikido and Jiu-Jitsu. And <laughs> well, I was thinking like the- t- Atlasphere and Assault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think if you're doing Aikido, you're not pushing yourself, so you're not trying Assault. Yeah, I'm uh, a black ball and Powerball. Black ball? <laughs> a black ball. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I-, I- well, you are. If you stepped out there with the black ball, people are like, oh my God, he's really good. He's really good. He, he's really he good. He earned that ball. He
1: absolutely did.
0: During a ceremony. The balls you would need. See, I'm, I'm low. I just started. So I'm in a white ball. I'm gonna move up to yellow ball. Oh yeah, of next course. Week. Of yeah, course, yeah. Exactly. Orange
1: ball, blue ball. Yeah. Mm-mm, don't want that one. I don't no. want blue balls. No. <laughs> um, okay, let's, let's start with some positives. Go on. What, <laughs> what was your favorite you event? What was your favorite event?
0: Uh, the Powerball. Yeah, I think so, right? I think Powerball made the most sense as a video game. It's the one where you are literally in the hamster ball and you're trying to run over elevated um, buttons that would give you points. Yeah. Uh, you were facing somebody else that is also doing the same thing and you have two uh, gladiators. No, no,
1: that was... Powerball was the football one. Atlasphere is the one where oh, you Oh, I'm sorry. In. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. Atlasphere
0: then. Yes. It makes sense it was called Powerball though. But then what would you call Powerball? I would call that... Uh donkey
1: soccer. I'd uh, call it. Late for dinner.
0: <laughs> oh, don't don't call it late for dinner. Um no, okay, so, so sorry, excuse me, Atlasphere, where the two opponents are trying to, to who are also involved as the gladiators are trying to keep you off of those uh yeah. off of those points. I think it just made the most sense as a video game, to be honest. Um, because it wasn't you didn't have to be super accurate. It was all right. about momentum getting knocked around. I, I think it felt the most real, which is a crazy thing to say about this game. True. But you like if you slowed down your momentum, you couldn't get up the hill to get to the to the points. Right, right. You felt the pressure of people trying to knock you out. I think the AI was pretty good. Um, you know, uncoincidentally, it was also the game we came the closest to beating.
1: To actually win it. Yeah, exactly. Actually we came I came pretty close to the wall. Or no, no, no. I ended up almost winning the wall, but the guy beat you still. The guy beat you yeah. still. And even even in the assault one, I got to the end and it's like, you lose. I'm yeah, like, you, you got into the lose? exit. I got into the exit. I'm not really Maybe sure. Maybe the exit I'm... is like the studio <laughs> exit like for the whole TV station. Maybe that, that like... meant you quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he went through the exit. He's done. <laughs> He's done. He doesn't like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Classic Python. I don't know. I... I even even saying that like I think I agree Atlasphere is the best one that yeah. we played it's the one okay. that makes the most sense it's still not fun <laughs> it's still not good uh, yeah well
0: I don't know I actually didn't mind playing it oh really I like and I'm gonna keep that in mind keep that in mind when I say what I thought of the rest of them but sure I, I actually didn't mind it no I thought it was okay I thought it was okay
1: um, which
0: huge huge praise from Andrew I
1: thought it was okay it's not tough to say that I thought it was okay um, I I yeah, even even then, you know what I think that the biggest difficulty I have with this game is... Oh, you have one, eh? Yeah, no. yeah. Is that when... In the other, like, Olympic-style games where you have, like, the the hurdles and the triathlon and this and that, mm-hmm. and then you have to, like, button mash and, and... It all was a lot more intuitive. In this one, or, like, Track and Field is a game. Track and Field's another one that has a similar... Or Mario and Sonic the Olympics, those sorts oh, sure. of things. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had more of an intuitive feel. Like, you know what buttons are active and then so you know which ones you can press or are going to have to press in order to get through the obstacles. In this, it just seemed like the buttons you needed and the directions you had to press in order to get through an obstacle course or complete something were very arbitrary. Right. And... That's, in a game like this, 99% of what's going to make it feel good. Even if I know what the controls are, if they don't feel linked to what's happening on screen, I'm kind of not interested.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think another... Well, yeah, I completely am with you. The controls are just staggeringly stupid at yeah. times. Yeah. Like, so clunky. Yeah. Like You know, I get that this is not a deep game by no means. Like, I think it's the shallowest game you could possibly play. And so, in that way, they make things difficult so that you'd have to play them multiple times to kind of get your head around them. Right. Or to excel at them, excuse me. I think the other issue I had is that in the five disciplines, you look different, the graphics are different. Like, it it couldn't, they are staggeringly different. So in Joust, which I think most people would think is the premier event in the American Gladiators, um, you are a very pixelated, animated version, big, muscly, and ripped. Whereas in Powerball, you're, and, and, um and assault, you're overlooking the character. Whereas the wall, you have a different animation completely. Yeah. And then, and then in Powerball, you're in a ball. So, uh, excuse me, in Atmosphere,
1: you're in a ball. So, like, they all, it doesn't even look like they're in the same game. It's it's true. It looks like any of those events could have been taken from different games. Yeah. Joust, I think, looks the best. The graphics are actually not that bad. I agree with you. But, even knowing what the controls were, they just didn't work a lot of the times. No. Um, I would do some things and it would it would give me uh, an action on screen and I was like, great, I'll do that again and that'll have the same effect. And it wouldn't. It just felt like what happened on screen was almost random yeah relating to what I was pressing um, And then even in the wall, for example, where you you basically have to to button mash uh, uh, two different buttons mm-hmm. um, like XA, XA, XA yeah. and, and you climb up and then hold the direction of where the hand and footholds are right. on the map eventually i got close to the top and it just stopped moving and i'm like uh, i'm i'm doing the exact same thing i'm pressing the direction there's no indication of why i'm not moving anymore yeah. but i just stopped moving and yeah. that was it that was that yeah um and those sorts of things in a game that's all about you know dexterous movements of your of your fingers and 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 accuracy in that sense it just seems like it's there's no sense in playing it if it's going to kind of take that out of your hands
0: yeah i completely agree with you i just yeah there was no there was no cohesiveness. It was just completely chopped up like that. You got eliminated for no reason. Things just stopped working. It was seemed difficult
1: for difficult sake at times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and just yeah, which it has to be because if if you master the controls and it was one to one all the yeah. time, this game would be over in five minutes, and yeah. you have nothing else to do. So like, boring. In the first round of the tournament, you have all the things that you, you all the competitions you take part in, and if you win that that uh, that bracket, you just do it again. In the next bracket, yeah. you do the same thing Against a thing tougher person Hypothetically, Yeah. yeah, It just doesn't seem like that's something that I want to play any more of. But <sighs> back in the day, maybe it was enough to get you going. So why don't we start then? We'll, we'll first sure. give our reviews on what we would have ranked this game if we had played it as little baby Mikey and little baby Andy. And this is back when we were both little babies. Yeah. You were still little baby dinky Andy. And I was little baby big boy Mikey. I,
0: I don't get this. I don't understand this. So you were even when little, little, you were big boy little Mikey? Ask my mom, I was a big boy. What does that mean? Think about it. I, I don't. I, yeah, no, I, I, I entered
1: that thought and I was like, nope, and Listen, I backed out. Of it. I wore pull ups. So I was a big boy then and now. <laughs> and I've never taken them off once. <laughs> Oof.
0: Um,
1: okay. So it's, uh, so is that your description of how we're going to rate these games out of four bits? Uh, no. So we're going to rate it as well. I mean, I, I kind of uh, talked about it before we took the break, but essentially this, the way we're going to do it now is we're going give to it, give it a ranking each of us out of four Yeah. bits in the, uh, as which, which represents how we thought of this game back when we, are you doing okay? <laughs> no, I thought you were a big boy. I was, I'm not anymore. <laughs> I've always been a big boy and that means I have a big heart oh, boy. And it's, it's like a my giant. It's going to kill me. I'm, I'm way past my time. No, so our first rating of this game out of four bits uh-huh. is going to be indicative of what we thought this game would have meant to us as we were playing it yes. as kids. Then we're going to rate it as it stands in the modern day. The first ranking is obviously a placeholder. Typically, we actually give it a ranking as we remember it, mm-hmm. but because we don't have any experience with it, we're just going to rate it as we think we would have remembered it. So, yep. Andrew, why don't you start out of four bits and then I'll give my four-bit rating. Sounds good, man. Uh, Yeah, I I... You know, it's just not a good game.
0: <laughs> it's kind of the yeah. problem. It's not tough. I'm not gonna make no, this it, No. This doesn't get the Andrew Tough stamp. <laughs> is uh, that a good thing now when something's tough? I you know what, I think yes, yes, because that means I'm conflicted, which means there is positives to sure, it. Sure. Where I go, I just don't know what to do because there is positives. Yeah. I does not get the tough stamp today no, no, because no, no. there is so few positives that you're like, Well, how badly do I rank this? Sure. Game? So in that way, it's... No, no. (laughs) Um, No, I I think the problem is, is as a kid, and especially when this one would have come out, I am a much more novice video game player than I am today. That's needless to say. Games have gone... Endlessly better than they have to, thank God. Because yes. if, if they didn't, the medium would have died. We would not be doing this podcast if they didn't <laughs> get any better. No, the only biggest subsection of uh, tech nerd would have been like,
1: oh, everyone should have played, yeah. you know, American yeah. Remember how fun it was to button mash all those
0: things? <laughs> it's just not a good game. Even though the idea of five different disciplines looking five different ways and controlling five different still ways. Still on disciplines, eh? Yeah, I'm still going to go with that. Okay. Yeah, I'm respecting the art <laughs> of the game. Um, is that- is that you think that would add appeal and diversity to the game where you go, oh, I totally get that. But as a kid, I would have probably liked that more than I do now because even though it's a failure on almost every level, as a kid, I would have found a way to think the game's not the problem. I'm the problem. Sure. I need to work hard at this and get better at this and like smoke it. And it's like one of those things that you would have had one friend in a group of 10 yep. that wouldn't be like, has anyone played American Gladiators? And everyone goes, no. And he goes, I'll kick your ass in it. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay. Because that's the only game he's exactly. ever Exactly. Yeah. And he smoked it. So not, I am I, not, I'm going to give this a 1.5 because- I could find myself being dedicated to just getting better, even though I know it's not great.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm actually giving it the exact same rating, oh, okay. 1.5. Uh, and the reason for that, I wanted to give it a two just based on the skin and how much I loved American Gladiators. And that would have played a bigger part sure. back in the day. Yeah. The problem is, you know, I've talked about track and field and those Olympic games that, that used to come out. Um, and I hated those games as a kid because there was something about button mashing like actual surreptitious pressing of buttons mm. that I despised as a kid and I don't know why but I hated the idea of it okay. and I wouldn't have enjoyed it one bit the only reason it even gets a 1.5 for me as 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 a kid mm-hmm. is because I would have loved American Gladiators and I know my brother would have would have made me play it with him yep and the the element of playing it side by side with one would have been enjoyable totally but I don't think I would have enjoyed a second of it, I really. agree.
0: If I'm suffering with someone beside me suffering along with me, yeah. then it's fun. Yeah. Because you're like, well, we're both in it. But when you have the AI just smoking you yeah. and not having to deal with the troubles that you are, it's just,
1: it just, oh my God. I would never play this game on my own no, at this point. Which, which kind of leads us into it. Why don't we rate this game Absolutely. as it stands in the modern so day? So you're
0: R1.5s gets us a three out of eight. Yep. Not a great start. Not really. And I can't imagine it goes up from there. So- <laughs> Four. Yeah. Here's my perfect rating.
1: <laughs> a thesis by Andrew <laughs> the, Bass. <laughs>
0: the super contrarian take. Um so yeah, it's a failure on almost every level. The controls are bewildering and don't often work. Uh the graphics are for the most part across the board bad. And I would describe four of the five events as almost unplayable. Yeah. Um Assault is fine, but it kind of quit on you because you weren't allowed to finish it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not really that hard, and I'm not sure how you'd get better at it. Yeah. I think you just participate. Yeah. And if it hits you, it hits you. And if it doesn't, doesn't. Like, well, it's very oddly like Zen. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> but, but I, Atmosphere is the only one that I would actually go, like, go back and think about again. Everything else is just a complete wash. I think this game is uh, abysmal, and uh, I think it should be embarrassed of itself. I'm giving it
1: a 0.5. Oh, 0.5. Okay. Um, I follow you on everything you just said. But? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm struggling to think of whether or not I add a but just to differentiate the score a little bit It's basically (laughs) what I'm talking about. Like, I I don't know how it gets a higher grade than that. I don't. um, Because there's nothing redeeming about it. Uh, Apart from the fact that it tells you the name of the gladiator you're facing Mm -hmm. and maybe that would give you some sort of like nostalgia. But even then... it's not even like playing Ninja Turtles where you recognize the enemies you're facing yes. and it's like very clearly this person. This is just the name of the, the the gladiator you're gonna you're gonna fight. And I guess if if you can just take this meta stance and be like, that means that like my favorite gladiator is trying to pull me down from the wall. But I can't <clears throat> imagine anyone's thinking that way. I know I'm not thinking that way. Um and even now that I've gotten over my disdain for button mashing, mm-hmm. and I kind of like have a weird respect for those track and field or Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games games, yep. Um, I just didn't get that sense of satisfaction uh, and progression out of this game. I'm also giving it a point five out of four. I don't yeah. know how I go uh, any any lower or higher than that.
0: This would be shallow for a Game Boy game. Like this would yeah. be sh- like it's just not like for a console game. It's just not a console game. Yeah, It's like, there's just nothing to it. And the stuff that they give you is bad. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, what, am, where am I, where, where is the
1: positive I'm supposed to find? You? And it's, it, you know, when we started out, it's like, okay, there are two options. There's tournament and there's head to head. And tournament and head to head both have the exact same um, uh, uh, options to play. It's the same as you would say disciplines. Yeah. Yes, disciplines, thank you. But in With either <laughs> the discipline. In either of those options, the disciplines are not fun to play. So like, it's not, it's not giving you the playground in which you can have a good time. Exactly. It's just, it's basically like, here's the playground. There's a rusty stink swing set and a baseball bat with nails in it. (laughs) Go do your best. And that's not fun for anyone. It sounds like last of us too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I need a shower. This sucked. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's just too bad because it's like American gliders. You don't need to do a whole lot for me to like this game. Oh, Andrew,
1: I'm getting a, an envelope from off-screen oh, here. what's that? Um, off-screen? Yeah, uh, paper sound, paper sound, paper sound, paper sound. Open it up. I got the piece of paper in front okay. of me now. Oh, f- I don't... Okay. I don't love this. No, what's wrong? Because this is the game that influenced us to start this podcast... Uh-huh.
0: We have to stop the podcast? No, 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 no. no. <laughs>
1: Quite the opposite. Oh. Um, we actually do have to increase the score by a total of two bits. What? Why? Because... Without it, we never would have started this podcast. So there is a benefit to this game. We talked about chess and playing several moves ahead. Yeah. This game, maybe when it came out in 1991, was thinking 30 years ahead to the day that you and I start this brilliant podcast. Brilliant. So, there's going to be an asterisk on this score. We're just waiting for our Peabody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, where is it? I don't know. I think they lost it. Is it because the male's out. just really bad right I think now think that's with COVID? What it is. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it is. Um. So, what What are our scores, Andrew? You're well, usually good at
0: math. We got uh 1.5s each in our retrograde for a three out of eight. Four and a half. Okay. Is it, it, no, well, then we got 0.5s in our current score. 17. So that's a one. Okay. So we have four out of
1: 16. Four out of 16. That's, or, if yeah. you're good with fractions, <laughs> one out of three. No, four. What
0: <laughs> is wrong with you? I just said it. And you were like so confident. You were like, no, a third shit. <laughs>
1: like, oh, okay. Uh, Wait, a quarter's not a third? No, a Is that why a the vending machine never accepts my three this quarters? Is why, this is why
0: your drug dealer was ripping you off for years. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, not because I have the face of someone who could be ripped off, <laughs> but because I was bad at math.
0: Well, they charge you more because they're afraid you are a narc. So they had yeah. to like, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah get yeah, it yeah. out of there. Yeah,
0: um, yeah American Gladiators uh, it sucks. Uh, it's it's just too bad because like I was saying, you didn't have to do a whole lot for me to like this game. Yeah. And they did nothing. No, they <laughs> so did nothing. They did actively maybe worse than nothing.
1: They just relied on the name American Gladiators, and that's about it. There's yep. nothing else redeeming about this game, totally. so that's that's kind of where that's we stand. That's a, with a this real one. skip,
0: uh skip to my Lou. That's a real rafer Alston and the. Uh, I was going to say Skip Bayless. Uh, there we yes, yeah, Skip Bayless yeah. on Fox Sports. rafer um, Alston,
1: I remember him. Street basketball player turned Toronto Raptor. Yeah, we all Houston loved him for Astro
0: it. And yeah, Houston Astro. He's Houston Rocket. Yeah, so yeah, it's just too bad. American Gladiators, <sighs> shit.
1: Yeah. Fuck. It is shit. It is shit. It's very it's shit. It makes me feel bad about it's it.
0: It's awful. If you have any memories of uh, American Gladiators, both the TV show, hopefully
1: a TV show, or the video game, and I hope you didn't like it, uh, oh, let us know. I would love to hear from someone who liked this game. Please reach out to Tell us, us what we're missing. Tell us what we're missing. Yeah. Tell us whether or not you were able to consistently get first place as well. Because that would yeah. be fun to hear.
0: Yeah, what, are, what did we miss here? <laughs> oh my God, what a ter- dreadful day, game. But Mikey... More than anything, I just want to thank the Pads for listening. Oh, I know you. everything is t- what, Oh, you're listening?
1: Yeah, I'm I always listen to the podcast, oh, that's unlike great. you, cuz yeah. I can hear your voice.
0: Yeah, hey, hey, you don't. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to hear the difference. Um, more than anything, we want to thank you so much for listening during this time and we hope you're staying safe and sane. Please wear a mask and we can't wait to talk to you soon. Game over. Feel free to review the
1: podcast. <laughs> Feel free to review the podcast on your platform of choice and you may hear your review featured on a future episode. Subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Listen direct and find our show notes at theretrogradepod.com Join us on Facebook or on Instagram at theretrogradepodcast
0: or Twitter at retrogradepod. And you can always send us an email at theretrogradepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this, make sure you let your player two know it.
1: (laughs) If you enjoyed this, make sure to let your player two know to give us a listen. Let's play again next week. D-Pat, now that sounds so dumb with a pause. What's wrong with me? Am I
0: going to have a head injury?
1: Let's play again next week, D-Pads. Fuck it. That sounded good.
0: This game sucks. (laughs) It's really hard to figure out what the fuck's going on.